Welcome. This is Struggles to Strengths, and I'm your host, Chad Duff. This is the podcast about learning through your struggles and failures, figuring out how to take the difficulties in life, the lessons learned, and then how do you move forward. Welcome back, everybody. Glad that you could be on the podcast with us this week, number 15. And so this week, I have a guest for you, Gerald Sloan, a good friend of mine, a co-worker and a, and a, and a friend for many years. And he's going to talk about taking care of yourself in a relationship and when a relationship breaks up. You know, last week's episode, I talked about, you know, my experience when I had a bit of a heartbreak, uh, you know, taking a date to a dance. That That's one kind of pain that you feel, you know, when you're a kid or a disappointment. But it's different when it's a relationship. And Gerald, uh, you know, just shares... He's very raw and 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 just shares you know some thoughts and uh, I think you're gonna enjoy it. So sit back, relax, and uh, let's hear from Gerald. Well, my guest this week is my good friend Gerald Sloan, and you know I'm so excited to have him on the podcast because when I when I first envisioned this podcast and doing this, Gerald was one of the first people that I talked to about it and wanted to get him involved and have him be a part of it. So, buddy, I'm just really excited to have you on today. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. I really appreciate it. So, you know, you and I talk often and we've talked a lot over the years and we talked about, you know, the ideas of struggles. And I know that we all have a lot. But over the past several years, you had kind of a specific area um, maybe not even just the past several years, right? Maybe it was a, over a greater time than that, an area that you, that you were struggling and that's kind of what you want to share today. Yeah. You know, uh, appreciate you asking. And, you know, one thing I really wanted to focus on today was, is like working through relationships for me. Um, and that was one thing is somebody that's, you know, a type a kind of expressive person. I never had problems sharing feelings and talking to people and, being in situations, but I found myself being in situations when it came to a very personal level that I struggled uh, with relationships. And and in times I would end up being with partners that kind of let me feed into my own self-doubt, my own fears. And I struggled with that because a lot of this stuff was, was in my head. And uh, as easy as it was for me to talk to other people about things when it came to opening up about that personal side, I struggled. And, uh, you know, some relationships in particular, uh, people could manipulate or control those uh, situations. And when you're kind of living in your own head, it, it can be a dangerous place sometimes. So, um, and so that's kind of the place I'm coming from. Yeah, so, so it, it, certainly, it certainly can be, right? And so talk about that feeling. You know, like you're 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 with somebody, you're you're with them, and you you think like this is the person or whatever. But what did that? What did it feel like? Yeah, and, and for me, like it kept like there was always these hurdles and barriers I kept trying to overcome and trying to jump through these hoops, and then it would be played back to me. It's like, well, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, or are you doing? And you start overthinking every single thing to the point where. You can no longer focus or think clearly, and it's not even a place that's healthy, right? And then you're, and we've talked about this before, you get to this place where it's almost like you're in quicksand, right? The, the harder you fight to get out and to get ahead, you sink faster. And like living with that fear and that doubt was something that was 
terribly hard to overcome. And, you know, I appreciate the fact, like, I remember a book that you shared with me, uh, Love is Letting Go of Fear. It's something that a lot of the concepts really hit home for me. I didn't realize I wasn't doing things out of fear. And I was also doing things out of fear. I was kind of controlled by those uh, things that I was or was not doing and kind of trapped in those situations. And one of the things that helped me overcome this was having an advocate. And uh, and for me, that can come in many different forms. Uh, the advocate can be somebody that's just listening to you, letting you talk, letting you speak, get it out. Uh, it, it could be a thing like this program, this podcast has been a, a great advocate to kind of get some of that stress and some of those things out it can be a vehicle for some people but uh, i would challenge anyone that is struggling with something find a way to be able to release some of that if you're even if you're talking at somebody it's great to be able to personalize and talk with someone and relate to someone and you and i have had many many talks where we've been able to relate on situations and that's great but even the act of being able to say it out loud was very therapeutic for me because this came from a place that took me a long time to realize the worst place I was living was actually in my own head. And once I was able to kind of verbalize some of this and talk it out, I got to a place where I could be much healthier and be in the relationships that I wanted to be a part of. So if someone's listening to this right now, and they're thinking about their own situation, or maybe they're thinking about a loved one or someone that they know, right, that is in this situation. When you're there, it can feel paralyzing, right? Like, how do you take the step forward? Tell me about what it felt like when you were gripped in kind of the paralyzing fear, and how did you find a way to start to move out of that? You know, we've talked about this many times before, and like when you're in that situation, right, it just seems overwhelming. It's like, where do I even begin? How do I start? And we, we joke, you know, about that. How do you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time. You, you have to start somewhere. And I know some of this for people sounds cliche, but, you know, the journey of a thousand miles, it begins with the first step. You just got to find a way to get started. And guess what? It's okay if that start takes a hundred times, takes a thousand times. It's okay. Because every step you can take is a step of progress. Even if you have to take a few steps back and start again, it's okay. Uh, what I've come to realize through, like we've talked about these struggles to strengths is we are in better places because we've worked through these struggles and got to better places. But you know what? There's just some days that are bad. Mm -hmm. And and that's okay too. There are there are situations that are bad. There are going to be bad. Every day is not going to be. Even when you're making progress, it feels like sometimes it's not. So I challenge any of those people in that space now is to take a moment, try to reflect, and then try to be able to share what's going on with someone, whether it's a friend, whether it's a neighbor. It could be a stranger. You could be calling in on a helpline or or doing a mental. Uh, health assessment with someone and talking through things. It could be a stranger on the street. For me, it was very therapeutic to be able to say, this is what I'm afraid of. This is what I'm struggling with. This is what's going on. And it, whether or not I even got response or help or whatever, just being able to verbalize that initially 
help me get on the right path. Isn't it interesting though, when you're, when you're in the middle of it and, and I've been there, uh, before many, many times. And, and I'm sure that a lot of people listening to this have been in those, in those moments, in those instances where it's like the darkest and the toughest, it doesn't feel like you're ever going to get out sometimes, does it? No, it does. I remember being on the phone with you a couple times, right? When it was so dark, I'm like, this situation's never going to be any better. There are, there's absolutely zero hope. Like I know I thought this was the best thing and this has come crashing down again and again and again. Why can't I get this? I'm doing great in work. I have good friends. I have good family. Why can't this relationship thing work? And I, you know, I'm coming from a place where, you know, I was in a marriage of 10 years and divorce and that really wasn't the situation. And I knew in my heart of hearts, what could be the right situation. And, and you like me have a place of a lot of love that you want to share and it's like you keep putting it out there and you, this ball keeps dropping. And you finally like, there's no way. Like, I thought I had it again. And it's not going to be any better. And, uh, like, I, I'm here to tell you, like, coming out, I'm you know recently remarried um, last November to my best friend, the love of my life. And it's the partner that I always wanted, everything I wanted to invest in. But I had to learn to come, overcome those fears, right? Like living inside my head, because in that space, I overthought every single move I made, everything I said, everything I did. And I would overthink it three more times. I couldn't just be myself. And, you know, finally, when I took some time to just kind of clear my head, be away, reground myself around friends, around family, about the things that I wanted in life, I met my, my wife out of nowhere and you hear that all the time like when you least expect and it, it truly is what happened and to be around someone that didn't set expectations for me that allowed me to be me and i allow her to be her like we have the best partnership and is it perfect no it's not perfect uh but there isn't perfect right you got to find the perfect situation for you I, I think i probably lost that a time ago this idea of soulmate or who the who is the one i think there probably is a thousand different right connections and situations it's a lot about timing and about where you are in a mental capacity and and how you feel about yourself and where you are in a healthy state and i realized looking back i had so much fear of not being the person i needed to be or not making the situation the right situation all these things i was just in my own way i don't even want to point the finger at other partners in the past or anything like I lived with this fear inside of myself and that stems from a lot of things growing up and trying to always please people and do the right thing but it's when I had to overcome and be able to tell people I'm not perfect and I have things to work on and I need to work through these things that I actually started to begin to heal and the better things in my life started to happen it's uh it's it's so interesting isn't it when, you know, those, those dark, those dark moments, it's kind of when you surrender, isn't it? I mean, when you realize that it's, uh, there is no magic bullet and there is no magic person. And you know what? The, the fact of the matter is, and I've learned it too, pal, over, over these years. And, and especially for me in these past few years is that it's, it's work. Like it's not just something, you're not just going to roll your ball out in the middle and everybody's going to play and have a great time. Like you're really have to work at your relationships, whether it's your romantic relationships or your friendships or relationships with family or friends, like you, you have to work at it. 
You really do. And, you know, thinking about on this topic about the work that I needed to do, like within me, you also have a relationship with yourself. And I think that's a lot of times we forget to work on that partnership and relationship, right? It does take work with a spousal relationship, a relationship with your coworkers, a relationship with your children. But you also have a, a responsibility in a, in a relationship with yourself. And there's things to do about keeping yourself healthy and keeping your, 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 your mental state in the right place and doing these things. And I think I probably didn't invest enough work on that side of a partnership with myself as much as I tried to do it with other people. So if somebody is, it was sitting across from you right now, or they're listening to this on their phone or in their car and they're saying, Gerald, I, I don't know how to do that. Like I'm so used to giving of myself or I gave myself completely to this person that I loved and they're they They have rejected me and I feel bad. And it's all these things like, how do you take care of you? Yeah, the first thing is you really have to assess what are your needs. And I would say to that person, you you do such a great job of looking out and identifying what others' needs are. How can you start at ground level? What are your basic needs, right? Those Are you taking care of your health? Are you taking care, you know, of, of your space and all these things? Like from the ground level and work up, what are the things that make you happy? Start with a small list of two or three things. And are, are we checking those things off? Because if you're not, right, and we hear this often, you and I travel all the time, right? We're on the plane. If the oxygen mask comes down, who do you got to put it on? You have to put it on yourself first. And, and that that's really what you have to do here is you, you got to be able to start with you. Because for me, and I'm telling from personal experience, I, I couldn't get to that relationship uh, of of being with the partner I wanted to be with. So I really started looking at this guy here. And uh, until I did that, I never, I always came up short. And, uh, and it was really, like I said before, having advocates like yourself in my life that really helped me assess things. Like, like I said, when I got into the book, that was some great work that I invested in myself to do and then be able to talk to you, to talk to others, to be able to start, like, I've got to do some things for me and it's all right. I think, you know, I grew up with an only child, so you hear that all the time. Oh, well, you must be selfish, blah, blah, blah. It's not always about being selfish. We do have to do some things to take care of ourselves, and it's it's okay if you do that. Uh, like anything, I think it's probably moderation. Like everything in moderation is, is, is probably the right place to start. And for me, I had to start with me to get better before I could, be in a situation that involved others well brother you know that uh that you mean as much to me as i know that you've shared that i mean to you and any final thoughts as we're uh as we're wrapping things up no i just you know to anyone that's that's listening i appreciate the fact that you tuned in or this is a place that you seek out to either hear what others have to share and i encourage others to do the same thing uh, we all work through different things, and I'm sure some of you out there are working through things, and I know that, that Chad would love to talk to as many different people and get as many different perspectives as possible because it helps all of us. This this program has, has helped me, uh, but you know, so is our friendship and our relationship as brothers, and 
you know, I just encourage people to to do what it takes to stay on that positive path. And, and this is a good place to start, if nothing else. So keep sharing the stories and, and keep tuning in. I told you you were going to get something out of that. I, my friend is, uh, he is really a great guy and, and, and great to share. You know, he was the one, if you've been listening to this podcast from the beginning, he was the one who I mentioned before who talked about don't let great be the enemy of good, which I think is one of the, some of the best advice that I've ever gotten. But I think for me, and you know that we always give you the two takeaways at the end. And I think number one, he talked about get an advocate, get someone to talk to. Don't take on the pain. Don't take on everything that you're doing by yourself. I think that there are times where we feel like that's what we have to do because we're scared to talk to somebody or we don't know what to say, or we don't want to be judged, or we don't know what the other person might think about us. And like Gerald said, yeah, you want to get help, but it's not always about getting help. Sometimes it's just about not keeping it inside of you and letting it eat you, giving it to the universe, giving it to someone else to help them to hopefully you know, start to work through it. So I thought for me, that was the one, one of the, the pieces of advice that I got from it. And then the second one was take care of yourself. And boy, I mean, that's great advice in general, right? But I think if you listen to Gerald's story and think about a time where you've been in a situation like this, I think you can start to worry about the other person or everybody else in your life. And then you stop taking care of you. And I thought his advice around that was just so good and so important. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation again my thanks to Gerald for being so open and honest and real and raw it's not always easy to share the the tough spots right but that's what this podcast is all about is helping you through through other struggles and people being brave to have those conversations so keep on listening keep on sharing it with others please rate it and review it Uh, we really appreciate all that you do and until next time be well